Hey, Rollers. Editing Sound Guy here. Coming in at the top with a fun note about this episode. So about halfway through this recording, our dear Alance microphone went all wibbly and staticky. While I was able to repair most of the audio, some of it remains a bit deep-fried. But also, kind of sounds like dark spirits are swirling around Johannes as he's talking. So that's kind of cool. So yeah, just a heads up, and don't worry, we're having a serious talk with the microphone about their performance this quarter. Anyways, enjoy the episode. Hey yo, Rollers, it's your boy Jay Malt. If you like original tabletop RPG adventures, join our Patreon for all original content like one-page dungeons, one-shot adventures, as well as original monsters, traps, and items. We create new stuff every month so that even if your DM isn't fully prepared, you can save the day. Check us out at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. Audience, if you're laughing right now, please write to Gabe by Carrier Crow. Yeah, Gabe, please, for the love of God, this terrible right. bit. Yeah, just, I laughed. Here's a murder for just, your household. Just put a note on a crow. Gabe will find it. <laughs> I'm John Batman. Put a light in the cloud. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way all right to you. The party walked down the Tinkerhaven Main Street, which is a market street in Saxon Heath, and got to observe all the unique wares for sale before they met up with a familiar face. Ilfiel, the red dragon priest from the masquerade, is in town to meet with someone. Well, Boat ushers the party away from this potential hazard, but Koza is quickly tempted into once again extending himself into questionable situations in the pursuit of knowledge. Ultimately, everyone converges on the Fulger Mansion, where Johannes is greeted by a surprised and cheery face. I wonder what secrets lurk within the walls of a home like this one. Remember to see things for what they are, and don't get bogged down by the complicated stuff too much. And as always, y'all take care now. Solinar, Boat, and Johannes stand in the center of the Fulger Mansion after wandering in again uninvited. Standing at the top of the staircase, looking down elated, is a young halfling woman in a yellow dress thrilled to see Johannes. Johannes, you are going to recognize Josephine, your sister. <coughs> Josephine! <laughs> She's going to kind of run down the stairs, which is going to be a little bit dizzying, and run in to give Johannes a hug. Oh my god, I can't believe you used the stairs instead of the trash chute. Oh, hug time! 
It's so good to see you. It's good to see you too, Josephine. Guess what? I invited all of them in. None of us are trespassing. That's the law. Oh, it very well is. What brings you here? We haven't seen you since you went off to paladin school. Man, has it been that long already? Yes, or at least that I can remember. Hmm. Well, we were in town because we had a teleporting tower bring us not far from here. And then we said, Abadi Abadai, blue <laughs> over here, and then uh, hop, skip, and a pond away, and we're here. It's so good to see you. It sounds like you're having wonderful adventures. Oh my god, you wouldn't even believe the adventures. Wow. Uh, Josephine is going to turn to your friends and politely curtsy. Welcome to the Folger House. My name is Josephine. Can I get you anything? Do you have any coffee? No, but I'm certain that I could get the cook to make something. I would love something. Uh, if you if you're able to do that, I'm Charles Gravyboat Barnes. Nice to meet you. Charmed, I'm sure. Uh, Solinar looks around at the building. He's like, "It's a it's a lovely home that you have here." She's gonna hesitate for a moment and then smile. Yes, thank you very much. That's lovely of you to say. Um, if if you're troubling the cook anyway, if you've got any kind of juice or tea. Like that, that would be wonderful. Of course. Are we going to trouble the cook? I mean, we can just push the coffee machine to make the coffee, and then it's got the tea function for the tea. Wait, you can, you can do that? I'm sorry, did the Fulgers also invest, like, a multi-stage, like, Keurig barista machine? I don't know what you're talking about. All I know is we've got a coffee machine where you push coffee, and you can get coffee, and you can push tea, and it has tea. You store all the different types of grounds and leaves in different pockets. It's, it's called, called the, on three. One, two, three. Brewing Pocket Folger. coffee. Brewing Folger. It's called the Brewing Folger. <laughs> all of their biggest inventions are just whatever it does and Folger. Um, Folger. I always said, I don't like that we could be way more creative, but my dad said, shut up and get back to your studies. Well, I got game. <laughs> It's all part of building a good SEO. That's sales and engagement optimization. SEO. So eat off the coffee machine. <laughs> Let's go get some snacks. She's going to dart into the kitchen. And Johannes, you're going to remember, you're used to seeing servants do stuff like this. Hmm. I'm seeing things I'm not used to seeing right now, or I'm not seeing things I'm used to seeing would be better said. What do you mean? Mm, I don't know. Let's go into the kitchen and see. I've got a hunch. So you walk into the kitchen following Josephine, uh, only to see a single harried cook uh, chopping potatoes when Josephine asks her to set the knife down and begin making drinks for the guests. Johannes, you don't have a hunch. Your posture is impeccable. Hmm. Only one cook. But at least it's one I recognize. How's it going, Furbingo? <laughs> is is Furbingo a furbolg? Yeah. She is, she is now. <laughs> so Furbingo's going to turn and be like, Johannes, it's so good to see you. Wow, your voice has changed a lot since I remembered it. I'm glad you gave up smoking and or took it up. <laughs> <laughs> Ta 
times have been hard or also good to me, depending on how you interpret this voice. Well, I'm glad the times have been so good to you, Fabingo. You are always my favorite cook. Oh, and that's so lovely to hear, Johannes. Should I get you some citrus and cheese like you liked as a child? Oh my gosh, it's like you read my mind. I'll get right on that. Do your friends want a snack? Uh, citrus and cheese, everybody? Uh, yeah, that's cool. fine. If you got any meat, I'll eat meat too, but uh, citrus and cheese is okay. I would love some citrus and cheese. Okay, you know how, how the, my favorite cut the cut the crusts off. <laughs> <laughs> Josephine's going to turn to you all. If you want to sit at the kitchen table, you're welcome to. Unfortunately, the parlor is occupied by father's guests. Ooh, number one rule. Don't bother the guests, the father's guests. Don't bother the father's guests. It's number one rule. Yes, that was your the rule for you, Johannes. Number one, first in my heart. So what brings you all here? Just stopping by, it's such a long way. It was oh, actually we... on the way, which is pretty crazy. But we've got a good friend here named Cole. He's, uh, he's not going to say anything, but he's right there with his hand raised, just shaking it around. Still shaking it. Okay, now he's going to play a tune for us. Check this out. He's cool. He's going to play a little tune that is going to evoke the glade of the nymphs and where he came from before it was, you know, tragically destroyed and burned. What an interesting evocation that music has. Yeah, there you have it. That's the Lost Woods, also known as the glade of the nymphs. You can get really lost in there and maybe even see a house with chicken feet. Man, that's a bad time if you do, but don't don't worry. <laughs> talk talk to the skull nearest to the door, and maybe you'll find yourself on the good side of a deal. Does anyone want to translate what the hell my brother just said? Just skibbity dee bop beep pop deep a zing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's speaking in wingdings. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think the uh, to hit the high notes there, it's basically you got to be careful traveling in the Fey Woods in the center of Virian, which I think we all know. And if you're not careful, then you might encounter the Baba Yaga. And if you do that, then uh, maybe you'll do okay and get a good deal for yourself. You guys dealt with the Baba Yaga? Well, yes. Not... By desire, but yes. How do you just happen upon an immortal fey creature? Well, she was holding our buddy Cole here. We Cole. had to get him loose. Cole waves yep, again. Yeah, that's him. He's waving his hand. Is he <laughs> like a... Uh, what is his connection to all of you? Oh, he houses uh, great unspeakable evil, and so we have to protect him. Not only that, but he also is a good hunter. He's going to nod and hold up a knife. <laughs> yeah, he's got seven more where that came from. Cole, you're not supposed to pull out your knife in polite company. He's going to kind of like look down at the floor and like kick a small pebble and then put his knife back. Oh my God, that pebble shouldn't be in here. Let me grab that. 
Yeah, yeah. Cole, uh, Cole unhouses, uh, or Cole houses, I should say, an unspeakable evil and uh, can't be slain because of it. And so uh, it makes him mute. Yeah, it's We've... unspeakable because he's unspeakable. <laughs> we found an we found him in an ogre's den where he was going to be et, and we saved him from that fate. Yeah, it was not and far now... from the bodega on top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And that's where I learned that et is the past tense of mealtime. Yep. Future tense. Guys, I misremembered a word one time. <laughs> and it was recorded and will live forever. It was four <laughs> years ago. It's a good thing we recorded it or I might have forgotten about it. Four years ago. <laughs> this is like the penetration damage thing. Like, why does this haunt me? Because it's hilarious. Because it's a boo yeah, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ghosts. Yeah, so uh, so Cole is great. We love Cole, but we're also potentially doing a lot of dangerous stuff. We're professional adventurers, uh, and we've been given a really big mission that we can't talk about a lot of the details of because people knowing about it would put them at risk. So top secret dragon stuff. Yeah, I. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Cole, we would love to find somewhere relatively safe for Cole to hang out for a while while we wrap up our top secret dragon stuff. Do you need help finding him a home? I figure that maybe he could like stay here in my old room and that way he has a nice safe space with lots of fun things to do while we go risk our lives. And then when we're done with that, we can come back and say, Hello, we're back. And then, um, I don't know, maybe then we can all have a little feast and then a progressively bigger feast for six days. And then the seventh day we dance, 24 hours. And then probably the eighth day we rest. I don't know how these things work. I don't know. Father turned your old room into a room exclusively for truffles, but she might be willing to share. Oh, truffles is down to share always. Two things that you need to know about truffles. Actually, three. Rule of threes. One, truffles, <laughs> down to share. Number two, truffles, also smells really bad. But number three, you can give that pig a bath. <laughs> three things. Uh, do you all have a basement? We got two. Alita's going to slowly turn to boat and go, you want them to lock the child in a basement? I don't want them to lock the child in a basement. Cole will be very happy underground. He's a minor. <laughs> I will say, whatever you're thinking about basements, think again. We have one that's a nice basement and one that's a nicer basement. Oh, you don't have one of those dungeon basements? Mm, we got one of those too, but we don't call it a basement. We call it the dungeon master. <laughs> Oh, the master Wait. dungeon with a master bath. Does yeah. that does that mean you have a secondary dungeon? The guest dungeon. The other one's called the Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> it's more difficult to find it, and traverse. It's a it takes oh yeah, a lot of a mazes. long time on the front end, but on the back end, yeah. people say it's more customization for the rooms. <laughs> it's also a lot smaller and a lot further away from the main dungeon. <laughs> Yeah, and it also won't sue you, which is my favorite part about that room. 
So as they're having this discussion, Koza. Yes. You are going to be sitting uncomfortably in a very nice parlor lounge, sitting next to Ilfiel as she discussed something with a halfling man with an enormous handlebar mustache and really like salt and pepper hair, kind of sturdily built for his height. He looks very serious, very stern and the the word that you co- that comes to mind immediately is like very fatherly, but like in the sense of a Victorian like gentleman dad. Um, so so tell me uh, again uh, uh, about your your recent journey. <clears throat> well, I um, recently got back. Uh, that is Ilfiel, why you were here, uh, assessing the. Wyverns of the Boris Empire, like oh, really yes, getting the wyverns them... of the Bo- Bo- Boris Empire. Yes, making sure they're quite up to snuff. I know that Emberlyn was very concerned about making sure that the priests had access to mounts. Oh yes, it's really important that they're up to snuff. Ilfiel's gonna kind of like look and lean into Koza. Are you okay? Oh, am I doing something wrong? No, you're just repeating the last thing that he said really nervously. And I don't know if it's a secret spy trick, but it's making me, like, really suspicious that he's saying something weird. Oh, okay. Um, uh, anyway, um, no, it's, uh, I think it's okay. Okay. So, so, so were they, were they up to snuff? They were, they were. The, the recent acquisition of more... Uh, resources, shall we say, has done a wondrous amount of good for the Boris army. Their ha- their witherings actually have particularly lovely coloring in their scales this year. It is lovely. But you didn't come here just to hear me wax poetic about the the wyverns. I um. Uh, Lady Ilfiel, you will have to excuse me. Most of the work now has gone through my sons um Sebastian and Jonathan in particular um didn't I hear one time you said there was a third son um well he is tragically far away we um he's uh haven't spoken to him in years he's could be dead for all I know you know it's uh it's a tragedy how that happened. Uh, anyway, what was your name, friend? You said uh, Koga. Um. Oh no, it's a uh, uh, Coda. Coda. <laughs> uh, yes. Wait, is it Coda? I thought it was Koza. You said Koza earlier. Oh. Um. I guess I misspoke. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> on your own name? Well, you know, when you have a little, um, um, sometimes it just, like, it gets a little stuck in the back of my throat. Like, when, I, when I'm, um, so w- what was your name again? My name is Philip Folger. Like, um, Philip Dolger. See, sometimes, like, the, the, the D just gets stuck. Or, sorry, no, uh, 
uh, Zilla Zolger. Sometimes the Z just gets stuck. Quite. Anyway, uh, Lady Ilfiel, if you would come back when uh, my sons are home, I do apologize for the inconvenience, but they did get unfortunately tied up in some business. Uh, please, feel free to stop by the kitchen and help yourselves as a apology for all that you've been through. Unfortunately, we are a bit short-staffed, you see. I cannot summon servants the way I normally would, and I can't seem to find my daughter anywhere. Ilfiel is going to get up and kind of like, all right, then we'll come back later, I guess. Uh, Koda Kozakoga, are you ready to go? Oh, 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 sure. Your, your meeting's done? Well, I can't really finish the meeting until the people that are going to sign off on the deal are here. Oh. I need to, like, watch them sign it for um, some reason. Can we just, like, act like them? What do you mean? What if we just pretend to the people to be the people signing off on the deal? I think that's probably not okay. That sounds like something I'm not supposed to do. Oh. Uh. Okay. I think it's something I would do. Is that more spy stuff? Is this is is, is that something spies do? Are you I see. You're trying to like do the thing where you pretend not to know stuff so that nobody knows how like really spy like you are. I get uh, it. Uh uh-huh. um uh-huh. But I am really excited for snacks, so do you want to go with me? I it, it is kind of weird that they don't have someone bring you snacks. Asking your guests to go get snacks is kind of odd. But, I mean, if we can't find the person who's supposed to bring us snacks, I'm fine going and getting the snacks. Okay, um, sure. Yeah, let, let's go get some snacks. It's not going to be long before you make your journey across the kitchen to where the rest of your party is. Talking to Josephine. To Josephine. Hello. Oh, hi. Koda Kosakoga, these are your friends, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I they're they're here too. We're here too. Wait, are my friends the ones who are supposed to sign the deal? No. Are we supposed to sign something? Uh Josephine just kind of sighs and it's like, no. No. Rule number two, never sign anything. Jonathan and Sebastian are supposed to get here to sign some kind of deal with a dragon priestess. Real quick heads up, because I think you got some peanut butter in your mouth still from the squares we were eating earlier. You said Jonathan, correct? Because we all have soft J's in our names. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) Sorry. It gets, you know, how the, 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 the... the consonants get stuck sometimes and sometimes they're back your throat yeah. and then yeah and then right. you miss same names that you've been saying your entire life it even could be your own it happens all the time yeah i know it's a big it's a big problem gotta be really careful with the z zeds and j's tricky letters anyway uh miss ilfiel i can take you to the room that we've prepared for you it's not any trouble. No, not at all. Please, that was actually what I was doing before uh, my brother came home. Oh, if your brother's here, uh, it, it's a, I assure you, a different brother. Uh, I'll be back in just a bit. And she's going to lead Ilfiel away and up the stairs. Ah, um, uh, Koda Koza Koga, huh? 
that's quite the uh, coda name. <sighs> um, I'll I'll be right back. And Koza's gonna turn into a ferret. Uh, okay. Well, I, I don't think they're doing anything romantic, but all right. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Where, where? I thought she was leading her away for the uh, for a meeting. Alex is flipping a bird. She's leading her away to her room. Oh, to so her that room. I'm she sorry. Wait a meeting. Well, I still want to make sure I'm in on this meeting. And if I'm hanging out with a party, <laughs> I can't. You can't force Alex to talk to herself. Yeah, we know. Right. Yeah. 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 Why? Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, Koza turns into a um, to a ferret and starts to scamper off, but then sees the cheese, turns around, grabs a uh, like a like armful of cheese, <laughs> a, fer a ferret armful of cheese, and then goes to scamper after. I like the, that you don't grab it in your mouth like a normal ferret. You grab it in your arms and waddle off like you're a Disney character. Yeah. All right. So while Koza scampers off. The rest of the party is left more or less alone with only the cook who is currently busying themselves with a pot of something on the stove. Well, welcome to my home. I lived here. It seems like seems like a lot of stuff's changed since last time you were here. Mm -hmm. Definitely has. How did you know that? Well, you, yeah. keep, you keep talking about how like different things are. Yeah, things are definitely different. As you say that, the door opens and you see a pair of boys, uh, one a little bit on the older side with short cropped blonde hair. He is, as you would sort of assume, a halfling with freckles that sort of stripe across his nose. The His brother, the one standing next to him, you can only imagine as a brother due to the strong family resemblance that sits at the corners of the eyes and the nose and the jaw. His hair is a similar blonde. However, it is cut more to the shoulders, a little bit more of a page boy librarian sort of thing going on. As they look to Johannes, they both have their eyebrows go up in surprise and then... Both of their expressions darken significantly. What are you doing here? Hello. This is my brother's uh, Jonathan. See, soft gay, very important. And Sebs, which is short for Sebastian. And this is my friends. Alita, a dragon that I forget the name of so occasionally. Uh, Felix, that's right. Uh, this right here is Solinar. And this one is Gravy Boat, and this Yo. one is Coal. I'll ask again. What are you doing here? Oh, so we were on our way through Blue, and then we hop, skipped, and jumped. We got a boat by a rabbit. Was it a rabbit? We avoided the foxes, made sure that they invested in their business. We came further downstream. He's going to hold up man. his hand in an effort to stop Johannes mid-sentence, and he's going to look to the to the rest of the party. Can one of you tell me what you're doing here, please? We're following him. He was like, hey, uh, come visit my parents' house, and we're like, cool. That's true. I did do that. We're also hoping that Cole can stay here. He houses un un unspeakable evil. We're not a daycare service, Johannes. Oh, it's okay. He can hunt for himself now. He looks at the child and then looks back at all of you. 
Uh, okay, how how long are you planning to be here? Let's see. Between now and oh, man, time is always hard. Three days with a question mark. What? We can do, maybe we can do more or less. Why? Like, what, okay, what, more what is, seven days. What are absolutely nine? Colder, warmer, warmer, colder. No, I I do think nine's probably too long. Like we do it have to get like to marine much. at at some point. Yeah, back down to four, more manageable, divisible by two. Look, Johannes, we don't have anywhere for you to stay. The guest room is being taken up by an important person we're making a deal with. What about some of those fancy basements you all have? Oh, we got so many basements. Are you talking no, about I the mean, wine we're... cellar and the storeroom? Talking about the fancy basements Johannes was talking about. Yes, yeah. the wine cellar and the storeroom. I could stay in a wine cellar. I'm sure you could. I don't. I feel like you're denigrating me with that comment. <laughs> Implying that I perhaps drink too much alcohol. Yeah, in a past life, boat used to be a storeroom. I'll have you know that in this life, I'm an athlete. I watch my intakes. I wouldn't dream of besmirching your honor, sir. Again, there's nowhere for you to stay. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. We can stay with truffles and or alternatively, we stay in one of the guest houses side. Guest houses are unfortunately filled with business associates. Well, right since now. there's yeah. since there's no room here, I think we would be happy staying in a stable or an inn of some sort. We could just we could just rent rooms in town. That's not a big deal. Um I am a little surprised that you have so many business associates rooming at your house seems odd it's uh it's terrible it's very there's a lot happening it's uh, if you'd like you can seasonal. roll insight no i you don't have to roll that it's definitely seasonal hey Solnar, hold those dice well <laughs> whenever i would try to visit from school if i tried to visit this time of year there was always lots of people staying in the guest houses how's i and this it just happens it's part of the season business season well, I guess that makes sense. Jonathan mm-hmm. is going to turn around and walk out at a brisk clip. Sebastian, the younger brother, is going to walk over to Johannes and clap him for, like firmly on the shoulder. It's good to see you again, little brother. It is good to see you, Sebs. Are you doing okay? Or do you need money? Have you been taken care of? I am doing... Righty, mighty fine. Good. I uh, I've gotten lots of uh, lots of adventures. Honestly, I live pretty mundanely these days. I've been, I still have some money left over from the, the amount the amount I was given when I left Paladin School. Well, we're all we were all really proud of you for graduating. We're, I'm sorry that we never got to really do anything to celebrate. Oh, it's all good. I know that everybody was busy. And not only that, but I also got a note from dad saying everybody's busy. So I wasn't, I didn't have my expectations up. I knew that the time would come. Well, it is good to see you. I uh, hope you uh, won't won't be a stranger. You'll come around again at some point. Absolutely. Like today, tomorrow, and the day after. And a fourth day if we're still here. I don't know yet. It seems like Jerry's still out on that one. Yeah, 
Uh, sure. He's going to clap him on the shoulder again. And then he's just, he's going to open his mouth as if to say something, close it, nod, and then turn to leave. An icy feeling that had settled over the room begins to disperse slightly, leaving a cold awkwardness in its wake. So, those are your siblings, huh? Heck yeah. Can you imagine cooler siblings to have? Solinar, like, opens his mouth to say something and then thinks better of it. And it's like, no, they, they seem like an all right, seem like an all right sort, Johannes. I'm sure you were, I'm sure you were really well taken care of growing up. Best part about that interaction is I found out that they still haven't figured out about the secret basements. <laughs> Why don't we just stay in the secret basements that they haven't figured out yet? I don't mind that. What do you think, Alia and uh, Solonar and Felix, whose name I remember? Uh, Felix, uh, I think, is anywhere warm. He's happy. <laughs> well, I've got good news and I've got bad news. <laughs> I'm... I'm hesitant to do staying over as trespassing in someone we're trying to be friends with's house. Um, like normally I'm all for it, but in a situation like this, I feel like, you know, all it takes is one security guard wandering through and being like, Hey, who are you? Why are you here? And then like your dad is mad about it. And you're trying to explain that it wasn't a party it was just hanging out with some friends. And then he asks how that vase got broken. And we have to explain that, like, we tripped when we came in. And, you know, it's a whole thing. Are we really going to stay in a place that's also hosting a red dragon priestess? Uh, that place is also called uh, my home. You know, keep your keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Uh-huh. And your family closest. Especially if it's your familial home, where you know where all the secret passages are. <laughs> speaking, Let's go this way. Speaking of keeping your enemies closer, I hope Koza's doing okay. And then, like the Batman symbol, like goes forward with the no, 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 But it's a ferret. But it's a ferret. It's a, it's a ferret holding cheese. <laughs> and it's just Koza snacking on cheese, staring blankly into the middle distance as Ilfiel and Josephine just sort of like exchange mild pleasantries. I think on the way to the room, Koza tripped and spilled all his cheese all over the place and had to stop and gather it up. I'm not sure if he was able to stay on the trail after that. I feel like you should roll for that. Yeah, roll for... Roll for cheese... Cheese... Diver tracking. Roll for cheese diversion. A six... You, you are unable you to you are unable to collect your cheese in such a way that you would be able to continue following them. Okay. You do, however, get to continue nomming on your little snack, quickly filling your small ferret belly. Yeah, Koza does the best he can to find a place where he, he thinks that they'll walk by again and sits and enjoys some cheese. Ilfiel will remain in the room, but you will see. Josephine begin to walk back the way she came. Then walking the other way comes Johannes. And I keep walking. I'm like, hey, you guys, come on. It's this way. <laughs> All right. If you insist, like, I still feel a little weird about this, but 
you know, it's your house. First, we're gonna make one stop. This one's the most important stop. And Johannes stops by a door. Is it the bathroom? Even better. And I open it. With a gentle puff of perfumed incense, you look into a room that is filled with beautiful cushions all scattered about the floor. Gentle lace drapes sort of filter the sunlight in through the windows. And in the center, sleeping on a pile of pillows, is an elderly fluffy pig. She rolls on her back and stretches all four of her legs out with a lazy yawn before standing up with a soft snort and excitedly trotting over to Johannes, making excited pig sounds. Truffle trot, truffle trot, code red. Johannes runs in and he uh, picks up truffles, uh, who makes this noise when he picks them up. And then he gives a big old pig hug. She is excited for her pig hug. The fact that you can pick her up is terrifying uh, because she is large. Uh, and again, I mean, fluffy. Johannes is very strong. He this is, is a very strong boy. Um, and you are all greeted with the sight of truffles. Oh. Check out this pig! Okay, when you had described truffles as being the most majestic pig alive, I was like, well, sometimes Johannes can be a little hyperbolic, but I think actually this may be the most majestic pig alive. She's going yeah, to I sort of like... She doesn't preen, but she does sort of puff herself up a little bit because she is aware she is majestic. Yeah, I don't lie about when it comes to pigs. I will, I will. I don't lie in general, but especially when it comes to pigs. Well, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say it was lying. I just think like sometimes you will say a thing, and I mm -hmm. have to be like that is Johannes's perception of that thing, which might be like one or two steps above where I would put it. But in this mm -hmm. case, I see it. I see it a hundred percent. Truffles, check out, and Johannes pulls out a bunch of limes. <gasps> Excited. Yeah, you know what to sense. do. And then Johannes takes one, cuts it in half, tosses it up in the air, and eats the other half while you guys watch as Truffles eats the other half. Truffles, in an attempt to catch the lime, uh, sort of hops up, trying to like stand on her back feeties. She is, however, older and not as dexterous as she once was. So while she's able to catch the lime with a snort, it is not the elegant trick Johannes is used to. Man, there was a time where she never caught these limes. <laughs> it would just be lime on the ground. Who's going to eat it? Probably the pig. Oh, truffles every time. <laughs> well, okay, truffles, uh, we just had to bop by. I wanted to give you a big pig hug. I'll probably give you more later, but we got to go into the secret room. If you want to see us, we'll be in the cellar. She's going to give you what you remember calling the snuffles, which was sort of her mm -hmm. equivalent of little piggy kisses. Mm -hmm. And you all are able to go through the secret passage in Truffles' room and find your way down a narrow set of stairs. It is into darkness that you go. Only after a little ways of walking, feeling along the walls that get colder and damper the deeper you go, you see a small flicker of light in the end, at the end of this tunnel. You come to a room with a dirt floor 
and a couple of very old, very musty bales of hay with a few cushions and blankets on top. Everything in this room is smell is smelling of mold, mildew, decay, neglect. It's clear that no one has been in this room for some time. Man, nobody has been in this room for some time. Maybe I was the last one in here. Oh, yep, look right here. It says, Johannes was here. Sign if you come. Nobody else has signed it. Well, at the very least, it's people who didn't want to reveal their identities. Well, I didn't tell them they have to write their real name. They could have wrote, uh, Johannes 2, which wouldn't be me. <laughs> but would come after naturally. Well, there's other rooms that we can go into, which is good news, because this room, way more smelly than I remember it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm noticing that as well. Well, what do you what do you want to do? Like, after we get settled in, do you want to go and try and find Cozy yourself? Like, we could buddy system, somebody could come with you. Buddy! <laughs> hmm. Maybe. Or maybe I know just the place a ferret would hang out. a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alon. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solonar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Alex, Alex, you must still have that peanut butter stuck in your mouth. I thought you said Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah, you're. Why don't we all let's take a minute, let Alex go brush her teeth and wash it out. <laughs> and uh, Gabe can add just a little like ticking clock noise for a second, and then we fade back in. It's going to be fine. Guys, I'm so tired. I barely have two brain cells to rub together right now. Well, it's, it's less work not to pronounce yeah, the hard J. Just make it soft. <laughs>